Let's get it. And remember, those convinced against their will is of the same opinion still. So it is what it is. Cowboy Nation, let's continue to grind and shine. Thank those who watched the episode last night, the NFC East. Super friends, be sure to check that out. It's about 10 hours long. Uh, we had a great time uh, with those guys over there speaking respectfully about our individual teams. Let's go. However, 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 I think I represented pretty well. You know, shout out to those boys. Shout out to the Eagles, the Washington Commanders, and the New York Fighting Giants. Come on. They really say ain't no party like a cowboy party. What about a Law Nation groove? No sleep. No sleep nation. Come on. Wake up and get up. Put up or shut up, baby. Go try to rock with you guys for an hour or so. Come on. Train and cap, baby. Time for your mind. We'll be out there in Oxnard representing. Shout out to the Oxnard crew. Oxnard Nation. You know, if there's ever such a thing, baby. Training camp battles. We still talking about that. Come on. Hungover Nation. Shout out to you, Val. Let's get it. Let's get it one way or another. Let me know if my audio is straight. Let me know if my audio is straight. Shout out to you, Duke. M4, Sam. Bro, what's good? Wake up, Sam. Wake up, Sam. <laughs> Wake up. Come on. Grand Rising. G. Lombardi. Shout out to you, Asmodeus One Love. I saw you, man, representing in the chat. Khan, what's good with you? On the Facebook groove. Yep. They say, ain't no party like a Law Nation party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby! Oh my goodness, man. Last night, let me tell y'all about last night. Let me tell y'all about last night. It was a a marathon show. And 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 Louis T, shout out to him. It was broadcast primarily on his channel. And uh, he, he was the moderator, basically. Now, it was cut in half because normally uh, we start off the show with a quiz or what have you. Um, and, and I really thought that that particular episode, we were just going to do like, hey, what happened in the draft? You drafted such and such. Uh, Jahan Dotson, you know, I thought we was going to go by that or we were going to talk about the Giants drafting Evan Neal and how he looks in Thibodeau or what have you. And then the Eagles, Big Jordan Davis and Nicobe Dean. I thought we was going to do that type of episode, but we did. That episode plus we did the um, the prediction, and that itself is an episode that can stand alone, right? And then of course we talked all heat, you know, and 
to me, we can do that for hours and hours, right? And I, I really thought we had a great time doing that type of episode, right? Uh, we got our uh, thoughts out. We talked about our team in a glowing fashion. Uh, Bad Dog, he, he was the only one, if you can really look back and say, okay, man, this dude, he, he was humble, you know, as a slice of pie. And, and shout out to him. Uh, he, he's about to hit 100,000 subscribers, by the way. Shout out to Bad Dog. And um, we talked we talked our game about everything about our team, about their team. And one thing I can take away, I had to put the disclaimer out there because we still, Andy. What I'm saying is that there are known knowns and that there are known unknowns, but there's also unknown unknowns. Things we don't know that we don't know. There are so many things we don't know. And the only weight that I got for my team for right now, we got Rain Dakota Prescott. Whether you love him, hate him, just in between, he's 25 and 6 versus the NFC East, right? And when healthy, the dude is unstoppable against the NFC East. It takes a, it, it takes a, a, a shoulder being hurt. It takes a, a knick-knack or, or stupidity from the coaching in order for him to lose to the NFC East. So that's that's the joker that we got in our hand, right? Just like you playing Spade, we got the Joker, Joker, Deuce, Deuce. We got Ezekiel Elliott. We got uh, uh, Parsons. We have also have my guy Dak Prescott, and then we have C.D. Lamb. So we got all of those things, and and I, I get it, right? Everybody is optimism, heavy optimism. Then we got a few pessimistic Cowboy fans, right? And they have every right to be that way of thinking that hey the Cowboys of all teams are going to do exactly what ESPN said they're going to do accident waiting to happen right or the Cowboys they're not going to do anything special deep into the playoffs or what have you they may not even go to the playoffs. but when you start contextualizing everything and starting to look back at how we got to where we are at right now, 12 and 5, which felt like to most people 5 and 12. It's because of the past dealings with the team optimisms when we had Jason Garrett. Oh, yeah, I forgot D. D. Shout out to you, Con. Thank you for reminding me. Uh, so I, I, it, it's one of those things. Well, in, in Timothy. Trayvon Diggs will be the number one receiver for the Washington team. You know, <laughs> I think that he probably get a touchdown before their wide receivers, believe it or not. But it's it's weird too seeing Louis T stand tall for Carson Wentz and knowing you can go back and see him beating down Carson Wentz. That's the funniest thing of it all. But uh, shout out to him, uh, and and he do make valid points. If it's any if it's any quarterback. Any quarterback that can give the Cowboys any heat and using historical data, it would be Carson Wentz. He is the quarterback that's four and four against the Cowboys, right? Yep. And he is the quarterback uh that that they gave us a few challenge and had a third of the Cowboys saying, I wish we had Carson with Carson with he's a heck with quarterback. He he gonna be the next such and such. Don't think I didn't forget. <laughs> uh Norman, appreciate you so much for the super chat. Thank you. Thank you for the donation to help elevate the nation over here. Uh, let me give you a, 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 
Come on in here, y'all. Good morning, everybody. Come on in here. We only got three people watching right now. Y'all, come on. Wake up. It's Friday, baby. <laughs> How about them boys? We going to the ship. Okay, okay. Maybe not this year. Crossing fingers, but we just players or personal personnel away from next year. You think, love. Basically, what do I think? Let's do this. I had the Cowboys. I represented last night, and I said we were going 13-4. and four. Right? And I have, us, I have us losing to, I believe, the L.A. Rams. Y'all got to charge it to my head, not my heart, if I can recall. I have us losing to the, the freaking Chicago Bulls. No, I'm sorry, Chicago Bears. <laughs> See, my mind is gone. You know, it's the effect. That's the effect of last night. Uh, Chicago Bears. I have us losing to the Jacksonville Jaguars. There's another team I have us losing to. I forgot. Maybe it's the Packers. Those are the four teams that I have us losing to, and we go 13 and four. And my my only thought would be the Rams. It's a close game. It's not one of those blowout games. And maybe the aficionados have their hand in the mixing bowl in that game. Y'all know how that goes, right? Uh, the Rams want to be the Cowboys 2.0, regardless of how you look at it or not. Uh, and and the Chicago Bears, not the Bulls, they got Ed Flues. Ed Flues knows everything about Ezekiel Elliott. He knows everything about Dak Prescott and uh, some of the other players that's on this staff. So Ed Flues, he he's, he's a crafty guy. Remember, he gave the blueprint in 2018 to this day. I truly believe that we, if we just skip that game, if we just skip that game, when they had return of the Mac Marlon Mac looking like prime, look, 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 not prime time Sanders, looking like Barry Sanders mixed with Emmett, <laughs> you know. But if we can just skip that game, I'm quite sure the Rams, the Rams, when we played them in the playoff, they wouldn't even think about running the ball with C.J. Anderson and Todd Gurley. They wouldn't even thought of it. They would have tried to throw the ball around and we would have won. But that's the story of a different day. And I got Green Bay Packers versus the Cowboys. I got Aaron Rodgers taking that uh, that W away from us. Well, it is what it is. But down the line, if we meet them in the playoff, it's, it's the reverse effect. But it is what it is. It is what it is. Shout out to you, Jesse. What happened, Law? Enjoyed the show last night. You guys recognize individual talent on each team and avoided shouting matches. For the most part, the, the epic battle, uh, Jesse, was uh, Louis T. and Lloyd Bronson. That, those battles right there, them two guys need to sit down and do an episode once a week and just time it for 15 to maybe 20 minutes. Not Don't go for two hours, just 15 to 20 minutes. That's unbelievable content for the Washington community as well as for the Eagles community. That would be nice. We all know who the best quarterback is. Yeah, what about the best NFC East defense rookie two? Uh, that's why I got Parsons up here. I truly believe... I truly believe that this defense fit to enter in to the top 10 category. Think about it. Put that butter knife down. Put it down. Put it down. Put that butter knife down. 
We went from the 30th ranked defense down to the 12th ranked defense. Dog it. I think we can improve on that number just a little bit. Think about it. Our efficiency level on third down was pretty good. We was the number one in the National Football League. And then on top of that, turnovers or takeaways, we was the number one defense in that category. First down defense, we were still top 10 in that situation. The only wart that we had, baby, in scoring defense, we was pretty good. I think we was number three or what have you. Our only wart. On defense, we couldn't stop the doggone nosebleed. 23rd in rushing against the run. So hopefully. It missed the nasty time. Hopefully, Ridgeway or Big Bo or even my guy, Gallimore, can step it up and stop and, and, and plug up the run. <laughs> and we on our way, baby. It missed the nasty time. Jay Versic, let's not forget Dak was in the run for MVP last year before getting hurt, and he's healthier than than that this season. You're right. You're right. You're right. And 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 Jay Versic, let's talk about the mentality of Dak Prescott. Let's talk about. Let's see. I will. I'll fucking take them all. I ain't never asked you to get in. I'm not. Nuts took me out for four fucking plays. Fuck, I've been out long enough. That joker didn't want to get out, did he? Shout out to Dak Prescott. <laughs> and that mouth. <laughs> yeah, boy. All those swears, boy. But, um... Dak, Dak, that's his mentality. And he was battling through an injury all offseason last year. The shoulder, he literally meat falling off the bone, as they say, you know, and latissimus dorsi, whatever they were saying. And that dude got a dog mentality. So shout out to you uh, again, my guy, Jay Versick, man, always delivering me some good stuff and good stuff all the way. Appreciate everybody for jumping in. Be sure to hit that subscribe, Cowboy Nation. Let's get us, let's get us over the hump over here on Cowboys land, talking about the Dallas Cowboys. But Neither here nor there. Let me let the haters speak. Thousands and thousands of times to make you understand how precious these Dallas Cowboys are. And I say precious because it could go both ways with them, but they are special. And this is how precious and special this team is. Let's go through this imagination. Do y'all know who is talking? (laughs) Y'all know his name. You know, uh, put it in the chat. Uh, This is uh, uh, a Cowboys insider says that Dak Prescott need to rise up for this team to contend. Let's listen into this right here. An exercise, shall we? I got one team sitting here. They won four games. I got another team sitting here. They won 12 games. If you had to bet your life, which team could make the Super Bowl the next year after winning four games or 12 games? Which one would you bet? 12 wins, sir. Oh, God. That four-win team was the Cincinnati Bengals. They ended up making it to the Super Bowl the next year after winning four games. The Dallas Cowboys won 12 games last year. Who knows? Maybe the same thing happened in Cincinnati can happen in Dallas in terms of that graduation. 
But it will be even easier for these Dallas Cowboys because they're overly talented. Mm. Number one offense in the entire NFL with some dead weight now gone from that offense. Y'all feeling him? Marcellus Wiley. Hmm. I am not talking back. See, I knew your face. I knew your face. Wait a second. We don't need these highlights. <laughs> oh, you want to get them off? You want to get your face on there? What? You want to get back on the field? Amari Cooper regressed. You know Amari Cooper regressed Sir, every you said year. dead weight, sir. Yeah, that's dead weight. You said dead weight. Dead 900 weight. receiving yards is not dead weight. The third leading receiver It was 900. It was 900. Keep going. 800 plus oh, receiving yards is a little dead different. weight. Okay. The third leading receiver on the team is not dead weight. Oh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. When the number one receiver can't get number one receiver opportunities because others in perception are in his way. Sir, he Randy was Gregg, number one receiver okay, you know opportunity. What? You know, uh, now on the high end, you hear me out, Cowboy Nation. I told you to put that butter knife down. Just put it down. Matter of fact, you know. Let, let's go to a quick commercial break before I give you guys my thoughts on everything. And this right here could be a chance and an opportunity for you to win. Shout out to my guys, Cowboys Experience. Hey, Cowboy Nation, it's Barry Griffith with Cowboys Experience, and it's promotion giveaway time. Our featured road game this year is going to be Dallas at Jacksonville, December 18th weekend. We have great seats for the game. We have hotel combinations right on the beach. We have a tailgate party, and as always, Hey Cowboy Nation, it's Barry Griffith with Cowboys Experience and it's promotion giveaway time. Our featured road game this year is going to be Dallas at Jacksonville, hey, December Cowboys 18th. Nation, it's Barry Griffith with Cowboys Experience. You know, a lot of people ask us all the time, what makes us so amazing? Why do we have such great packages? How long are we doing Cowboys Experience? And I think, number one, it starts with our awesome staff. You know, we want to treat you like you should be treated, unlike the world today. We want to welcome you as family and have you forget about the world you're the week you're with us. Preston Pearson back in 1998 with his wife Janie, and then along the way, Drew Pearson and Ed Tutal Jones joined us. So we've been doing this a long time, and so I guess you consider us the original Cowboys event company. For more information, call us at 817-888-1726 or visit our website at www.cowboysexperience.com. As always, thanks so much for your continued support. Yeah, yeah. So that's my guy, Barry Griffin. So y'all check out my team, Cowboys Experience, to get out there to have a good time, a glorious time at these events. And we have two home events, and then we're giving away some tickets at Jacksonville. Yours truly may be out there putting his toes in the sand out there in Jacksonville. So uh, be sure to check us out at these events. But let's get right to the punch right here. A lot of people, a lot of people sleeping on this opportunity for this team to achieve, to excel. How? Here's how, Cowboy Nation. I recall, and not saying that they didn't, they didn't win the Super Bowl, by the way. But didn't the Panthers get rid of Steve Smith? And then the very next year, they elevated all the way to the Super Bowl. I'm not saying that Cooper is equivalent to Steve Smith. But when you're talking about a team philosophy and an overall team goal, I'm not calling him dead weight, by the way, as well, like Marcellus Wiley just said. But sometimes, sometimes when you look at the complete picture, 
this could be a blessing in disguise. That's all I'm saying. But I do miss my guy, Mari Cooper. And I'm not I'm not twisted, but let's listen. Dead weight is excessive. That's hyperbole. Thank you, it is. Hyperbole. But they're yeah. going to be better without him. Let's just say that, okay? And they were number one offense with him being third option. If you get up out the way, number one perception, number three reality, can you get up out the way so we can do this right? Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott is another situation. You played in the league. I can't believe you don't even understand this, and I know you do. Uh, how many times have you been on a... On a- oh, shoot. Steve, Steve was on that Super Bowl team. Dog, Tiz, I was wrong. My bad. See, see, I wasn't. Dang, he was. Steve Smith was on that team. I thought that they got rid of him, and then they made it to the Super Bowl. Y'all, let me know, man. Y'all, y'all check, y'all check Tiz out. I could be wrong, man, and that was a horrible analogy, man. And charge it to my head if I am. I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I don't follow those teams closely like that. Y'all let me know. Y'all correct me, baby. Correct me before we get started. Was Steve Smith on that team? Because I, I I could be wrong. He made it to the Super Bowl with Cam Newton. I didn't know that. I thought he didn't. I thought they had they got rid of him, and then he made it. My bad. My bad. I was wrong. So a horrible analogy. I apologize. I, I truly – now, here's my stance on Cooper. I truly believe that the Cowboys should have kept him, but they see something that I can't see. Uh, the old one, Panther Steve Smith, was there. He left before Cam Newton came. Okay, no, he was a part of the 2000. Okay, y'all, y'all get it straight, man. Y'all, y'all make sure. Oh, the 05 team. Okay, well, I'm talking about the Cam, Cam era, you know. Um, I still like Yay Pigs. I still... My, my best way to look at this would be uh, Steve was on the Baltimore when Cam uh, went to the Super Bowl. Okay. And, and one can argue that, that, shoot, if Steve Smith was on that team and Cam was still able to open up and made it to the uh, Super Bowl, they could have probably won it. Because I think... In that Super Bowl, a certain receiver, uh, he just kept playing basketball with the football. All of uh, Cam Newton receivers were dropping the ball and things like that. But, hey, man, it, it, it is what it is. Law, yeah, Dallas the great. Appreciate See, man, I love y'all, man. Y'all, y'all come correct, baby. And, and when I'm wrong, you guys point it out. When I'm right, you guys point it out. I appreciate it. So, yeah. So, with my analogy, it did work. So, the moment they got rid of Steve, they ended up going to the Super Bowl, but they still held the L because they were not able to beat Peyton Manning. You know, and there's a whole nother story. On the sideline, he'd be like, yo, it's some better players over here for us than is on that field right now. The best 11 don't always play. There are other dynamics and business, et cetera, contract status, et cetera. All I'm saying is the Dallas Cowboys are going to get two positions that they were already number one in the league in. Oh, clear the path. Dallas Cowboys lost a game at home to the San Francisco 49ers on the last play of the game, despite really getting washed most of that game. Those same 49ers beat the Green Bay Packers get for the number one seat. Get you got to respect that these Dallas Cowboys are this close. And in the third year in the system with Dak Prescott, going to be the same magic Mike McCarthy created in the third year with Aaron Rodgers in his system. I'm betting on the Dallas Cowboys being a Super Bowl team 
just because it's a smarter bet than betting on a four-win team that ended up being a Super Bowl team. Wow. Now, now Marcellus, man, I, I just want my Cowboys to win multiple playoff games, man. Marcellus, you know, I, I just want my Cowboys to win multiple playoff games. But you saying going all the way to the Super Bowl, that's a, that's a whole nother different dynamic. But I would take it. Uh, let me know if you guys agree with Marcellus. Uh, the Denver, that Denver defense was legit. You're right. Uh, the Denver Denver defense versus the Cowboys. When I look back at it, the Cowboys just wasn't prepared. They, they were not prepared. They dropped seven DBs. Uh, That's what I'm going to have to do. I have to go back and just show you guys. They dropped seven of them. They demanded the Cowboys, hey, run it. The Cowboys marched down the field. They had four opportunities in the red zone, laid an egg. Remember, it was like fourth and one. They went for it, and they didn't get it. Uh, it was another pass that was tipped at the LOS. My guy, Seti, he's looking back for the ball. It was tipped. Damn good play. But those boys let it hang in that game, and they really they really shook the hornet's nest. And things started working into their favor when the Denver Broncos decided to run on the Cowboys, and the Cowboys couldn't stop it. They ran, 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 and number 81, uh, looked like the <laughs> the reemergence of uh, T.O. against my guy Trayvon Diggs. But he didn't just only, only burn Trayvon Diggs. He burned everybody. That kid burned everybody in the Cowboys uniform. <laughs> but Trayvon Diggs was on the, uh, on the bigger end of the stick. All right, Leonard, appreciate you. I don't get it. Everyone had a lot of bad to say about Cooper saying CD was going to take his job now. It happens. They have something else to say. Yeah. Appreciate your donation there, uh, Owens. Appreciate you so much, man. I really appreciate you. Shout out to your king. You're mad. I'm offended. I'm not mad. I'm offended. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed, but I'm not mad. Oh, <laughs> um, the Cowboys are not a Super Bowl team because they don't have a Super Bowl coach. Now, I understand what you're saying. What? Acho, how dare you say they don't have a Super Bowl coach when Mike McCarthy literally won a Super Bowl? Oh, my. But think about this, Sal. Go. No NFL coach has ever won a Super Bowl on two different teams. No NFL head coach ever done that. None? Think about None. none. Wow. Think about this even more so, Sal. You have 13 NFL coaches that have won multiple Super Bowls have won more than one. Mike McCarthy already won one, so for him to win another, that would make multiple. 13 NFL coaches have won multiple Super Bowls, but no coach has had more than one losing season in between the Super Bowls. Did you? Did you? Meanwhile, Mike McCarthy had a losing season in 2017, 2018, 2020. You, now, 17, 18, I believe, and whoever calling in uh, when the segment is over, you, your, your, your number will be picked up. Case in point, I truly believe that Mike McCarthy was fed up in, in Green Bay land. He, 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 got, he got to that point, whereas him and Aaron, they didn't like each other. He went and got massages. You think Deshaun Watson was asking for a happy ending. We don't even know. Maybe they just kind of hush-hushing in Wisconsin. But I think that Mike McCarthy was trying to get out of there, Right. And you will have to be crazy to think like everybody will have to literally be crazy out their mind to think that the Cowboys should 
went 12 and 5 or something like that or 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 pretty much in the playoff 2020. You had to be out of your mind to think that a coach who didn't coach in a year to come to the Cowboys land who was being terraformed, right? Into a whole new team to think that we was going to the Super Bowl or going to make a deep run in the playoffs. You had to be out of your mind. You had to. Realistically speaking, I get it. Cowboys are expected to go to the Super Bowl every year. I absolutely understand that. But at the year 2020, the injury to Dak Prescott plus the ripping up of the philosophy of the defense and on top of that, some sprinkles of the offense, dead it being Kellen Moore's second year ever calling plays for his quarterback to go down, you literally had to be wishing for a miracle for Mike McCarthy to walk right into the Cowboys locker room or to do the things under Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones and say, okay, this dude is going to win every game. Come on, Cowboy Nation. That's too high of an expectation. Six and ten by itself was dog near a miracle. It was. Twelve and five last year, Cowboy Nation. It truly is what I see out of this particular coaching staff mixed in with Dan Quinn. I see that this team would be a 10-win team. Put it like this. After last year, I said 12-5 and is the floor. But if you guys want me to be 100 with you guys, if these guys are all healthy, 12-5 and is not unreachable. 13-4 and is realistically speaking. Now, if these guys hear me out, get an injury, then I can see this team going back to like 7 and 10 or something like that. Or waiting only six games. If, a, if I mean, That got to be a major injury, like to the quarterback or what have you. But outside of that, with a healthy Dak, this team is a 10-win team. Plus. So what you are telling me is that the Dallas Cowboys are a Super Bowl team, even though they don't have a Super Bowl coach. Oh, no coach. That. None. Stop that. Not Belichick. Not, 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 mm. not, 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 not nobody. Mm. Pete Carroll. Not nobody. Tomlin. <laughs> and now mind you, they didn't even have to switch teams. Yeah. But no coach has won a Super Bowl on two different teams as a head man. And you're telling me Mike McCarthy's going to do so? Here's why that stat doesn't exist. If you that great a coach, you wouldn't get fired. You ain't going nowhere. Or quit. Now, not just fire. Some of them quit. Bill Cowher. Sure. Yeah. But you wouldn't get fired. Mm-hmm. Bill Belichick. Patriots not firing him. Yeah, good. Even after Tom Brady and you go to Mac Jones. Pete Carroll. Mm-hmm. Seahawks not firing him. What'd they do instead? Mm-hmm. We're going to get rid of maybe the greatest Seahawk of all time. Mm-hmm. Pete, you can stay. Mm-hmm. Russell, you got to go. Mike Tomlin. Man, you found a way to win eight games with Devlin Duck Hodges, with uh, uh, Landry Jones, with Mason Rudolph. Mm. You not getting fired. Mm. Big Ben, appreciate you. You ain't got to go home, but you got to get up out of here. <laughs> Tomlin, you good. But Mike McCarthy. What? Hey, big dog. After one bad season with Aaron Rodgers hurt, 
You gots to go. Oh. So with that being said, Sal, the Cowboys don't have a Super Bowl coach. And as a result, they don't have a Super Bowl team. That's not fair. Uh, that's not fair to Mike McCarthy. First of all, you got anything in this world you accomplished. Let's keep that. Let's cement that. Like Ultra Cowboy, what you got? He said Dak rated number six on Madden. Wowzers. Wow, for real? He, he, you, you sure he ain't rated number 11 or 12? I had to pull that up to, to cross-reference that. Let me go to my Twitter, man. It, it, was it released today? Let me see. Twitter, 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 Twitter. I put these Maddens, man. Dak Prescott. Let me see because I know that that should be trending. Uh, uh, I don't see Madden, Madden ratings. I, I got to go Madden ratings. Madden ratings. Uh-huh. Mm. Okay, I see it. I see it. Okay. All right. Let me go right here. Boom, 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 bam. All right, boom. Madden ratings, people. Let's see. Um the best of the quarterbacks in Madden 23. Tom Brady, 97. So they didn't give nobody a 99. Aaron Rodgers, 96. Patrick Mahomes, 95. Josh Allen, the boy can throw that thing all around. Uh, a 92. Burroughs, 90. Rain Dakota Prescott. You know, uh, I really, I really, you know what? I normally don't do this. Let me give a round of applause. I'm just glad they got Dak over uh, uh, Russell. You know, look, look, I get it. I see Justin DeHerbert right there, 88, who who couldn't beat Dak Prescott head-to-head, by the way. You know what I'm saying? And this year, watch, when you see Joe Burrows hold that L against Dak Prescott, I can't wait. Week two, it's going to be total pandemonium, you know? So, you know, appreciate ESPN for, for tweeting this out, though, by the way, because – the argument been Stafford, man, he's he's way better than Dak and Lamar Jackson. Shout out to Lamar being at 87. His speed should be crazy good, right? And they gave Tom Brady the GOAT status of 97 because he's Tom Brady. One can argue that Tom Brady should stay retired. My guy Dak would have been top five. But shout out to Tom, man. He's He, he is a guy that... <laughs> He, he's the alien, man. It's just what it is. And and Aaron Rodgers looking like a guy, one of those to catch a predator type of guy. But it's, it's what it is. That little smug beard and that ponytail probably behind all of that. But it's all good. But, hey, I, I would absolutely take Dak Prescott being in the top ten, right? And I'm quite sure by the end of this season he'll be right up there where he – respectfully belong watch he's gonna he's gonna climb up this year mvp dak if healthy oh my goodness it's gonna be crazy Diggs reading is wrong appreciate you <laughs> chatty john um it's, it's gonna get it's gonna get better baby is we burrow's legit uh plus he have an offensive line now so it should be no excuse for joe, joe burrow's 
Because the craziest thing of it all, right? Hear me out. They talk and, and, and disregard the narrative because even if the offensive line was so terrible last year, I guarantee you nobody on the Cincinnati team was breaking their leg to go get a Connor Williams. Nah, nah, they wouldn't say, hey, man, give me Tyler Viotis. See, it's a two-fold to that argument. And on top of that, with that porous and horrible offensive line, Joe Mixon figured out a way to get over 1,000 yards rushing plus 13 touchdowns and, I believe, two receiving touchdowns. So that offensive line was terrible. So you made to tell me with a good offensive line, Joe Mixon, shoot. With a good offensive line, Joe Mixon going to have 20 touchdowns. If that's the case, let me know if I'm wrong. Ravens have no wide receivers. Yeah, but they, they got a stout, tight end community, man. Oh, my goodness. But let's listen to more of these guys. Shout out to you who sent me that, Archer Cowboy. Appreciate you, man. Like your diplomas, like your Emmys, like him winning a Super Bowl. He's a Super Bowl champion head coach. But past tense. Well, they all passed it. Every past single tense. one you're going to name is past tense. The next one is the next one. Right now, they're all past tense. The game was yesterday's ago. That's the <laughs> point. So here we go. I'm a big fan of Freakonomics. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, make you think counterintuitively about things, right? You got to look at it differently, right? And it's crazy if I look at this. He was fired from the Green Bay Packers. <gasps> Except, what's mm-hmm. the one team in the NFL that doesn't have an owner? The Green Bay Packers. They got 47 owners of a commission. Get them, Marcellus. Everybody meet at Walmart and Green Bay <laughs> <laughs> on a random Sunday before the game. Talking about, yeah, yeah, what we going to do? Are we going to pay Aaron Rodgers $150 million? Man, he old as hell. So what? We ain't got nothing. Oh, we're not going to get him any receivers, but we're going to pay him $150 million. So what? Like, the Green Bay Packers, everyone always says how well-ran the organization is. Yeah, quarterback. Y'all had two great quarterbacks in 30 years, but everything else kind of been weird. Ask Clay Matthews and others about how that mm. thing went down. Anyway. Let's not use that against Mike McCarthy. I don't know if they know which way is up sometimes upstairs. Hey, I need somebody to help me out. Uh, Matt, y'all, y'all, y'all help me out. Which one of these games did Mike McCarthy coach? Which one was it? You know, I need to know. Was it the 31-26 game? Was it the 13-10 game? Was it the 20-37 game? Or was it the 21-44 game? Which one of the uh, games did Mike McCarthy coach? Y'all help me out. Y'all please help me out. And that, like, from the 5-6-2, what do you have for this episode? Oh, Lord, man, how you doing this morning? Man, I'm doing well, man. I can't complain. That's good, that's good. Um, I was listening to the conversation. Wiley, he he brings out some nice points. He like, did. Everything's packed. Like he was he was bringing up like um how was it how Colin Murray set the market, but everybody was all all up in arms because Dak was getting paid, but now Dak's like the eighth highest paid player right now. Mm-hmm. Colin Murray's like number two. So are we still hating on Dak getting his money? But now he's only the eighth highest player paid. Man, they they would not bring that up at all. There would there would literally be people saying that Kyler Murray deserved that money. And let me see, uh, my guy um, Rome, I mean, Mr. Rome, he put out a good stat about that. Let me see if I can find it. He says right here, forty six million dollars a year, and no playoff win, no four K season, no division win, multiple injuries, and poor leadership. But y'all mad at Dak Prescott? I mean. 
I mean, Rome dropped the, the, the anvil on this one, and and it busts a lot of haters across their head. But I guess they need to pay him forty six million because he is two and zero against the Cowboys. I think that's the justification. Hey, you know, Cowboys gonna get the bag, baby. <laughs> right. <laughs> like you gonna get the bag. So and then it's like um. And they say Mike McCarthy only won one Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. Right. And this is, okay, cool. Mike McCarthy left. If Aaron Rodgers is so great of a quarterback, why hasn't he been back to the promised land and won another mm, one? It's been 13 or one or 14 years now, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. But they still say Aaron Rodgers is the greatest quarterback of all time. He's that bad man, this, this, and that. But you keep getting put out in the first round or the second round. You never make yeah. it back to the Super Bowl. When you had Mike McCarthy, you made it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, true, true, true at that. But I feel like, you know, like that, that's why I get the same comparison from Mike McCarthy and Sean Payton. They only both got one Super Bowl. They both been bounced out of the playoffs, mm-hmm. second round. Of, you know, so it's like I'm cool with Mike. I see like Mike seems like more of a fun guy to get to. Like guys will rally around him better. And Sean Payton, Sean Payton's more. You know, hard hat, blue collar type. You know, gonna get this work. The, I mean, the, cool the, the hatred, I the play. hatred that they have for um, Mike McCarthy will be transferred over to Sean Payton. You remember, people fail to realize Sean Payton was the same coach that said, "Hey, uh, we don't need OTAs." Can you imagine mm-hmm. saying that in Cowboys era uh, realm? We don't need OTAs. We don't need these things. There would be literally people rioting because they would say, they call him Mike McCarthy soft right about now. Can you imagine yeah. what they would be saying about Sean Payton? You see, in the 79, 79, 79 year, with one of the better quarterbacks to ever throw the ball around, mm-hmm. Drew Brees, would, right. it would stick triple times if this was on the Cowboys. Now, granted, I truly believe that Sean Payton is a better coach than Jason Garrett. Now, I truly believe that this philosophy, if you're talking about Mike McCarthy versus Sean Payton, I truly believe that Sean Payton got an edge over Mike McCarthy for his temperament. Mm. But I don't okay. think that the desirable taste in the Cowboys world would digest that because we got to understand that Jerry, he says, hey, I control everything, the socks and the jocks. And Jerry got an alpha mentality. He is not finna sit in the back seat to watch Sean Payton run his team. No, he's not going to do it. He's going to intervene, oh, no. and they're going to bump heads, and it's going to make national news. Because <laughs> what Jerry say, all publicity is good publicity. All pub- yeah, all pub is good pub. But whereas Mike McCarthy, he will uh-huh. be willing to at least fold his arms. You see what I'm saying? He will be willing to at least maneuver his way around and say, okay, you want your son, your, your, your grandson now, Kellen Moore, to do the plays? I'll let him do it. I'll let him hang himself. Mike McCarthy mm-hmm. been around long enough to understand, right? He's been around both organizations. He's been around the 49ers organization. He's been around the Saints organization. He's been around uh, Green Bay Packers. Now he's around Dallas. He know how to maneuver around and allow Jerry to have his big ego. I don't think that Peyton had that type of patience. Nah, he doesn't. I don't think he does. But then I think you said something earlier. Is 
talk about Justin Herbert. You know, I was watching a couple of other videos and Justin Herbert is better than Dak and the Cowboys, this and that, but <laughs> but they never bring up like they all when we beat the Chargers, all they bring up is how Mike McCarthy little fumble the time management and all that. But they never no. bring up how Herbert is 0 and one against Dak now. Dak is beating <laughs> Herbert. He's one and oh like so it's like you gonna give the credit to Dak or you gonna Put the blame on Mike McCarthy for not having a good time management. A dub is a dub. L is a L. It don't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, for example, with that same breath, even with Trayvon Diggs, they'll bring up Tim Patrick, but they quiet as a church mouse against Mike Evans, Keenan Allen. Mm. You see what I'm saying? You see those names? You see what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Terry McLaurin. They don't bring up what Diggs did against those boys, right? The individual names. There's not one wide receiver that had north of 100 yards against Trayvon Diggs. But they can literally lie through their mouth to say that Trayvon Diggs gave up 1,000 yards. Dog, point out the wide receiver that got over 100 yards on them. And I will hush. See, See, they don't got nobody on ESPN or the other networks to speak that much vigor back at the opposing person because they all want to go with the narrative that 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 he give up a thousand yards which was the bold face lie mm-hmm. Damn. yeah <laughs> what can i say it's being a cowboy fan it do man uh, uh just like big yeah. the big time show you know we got to get in front of the narrative and i can't wait for us to be on the opposite side of the narrative when they say can he win us another one you know <laughs> Can yeah. He do it again? yeah, can he do it again? You know, can he live? Can he? Can they do a two peat? You know. <laughs> oh my gosh, man! So now, um, yeah, man, I'm just waiting. For, I'm excited for the season. Can't wait for OTAs or training camp to come out here to Arsenal. Yeah, uh, it's, it's gonna have a ball. I can't wait to see that mojo time. Yeah, I can't wait either, man. Uh, I really appreciate you so much, man. No, anytime, Rod. Thanks for having us on. Anytime, fam. Salute, bro. That's my guy right there, man. Y'all do get what I'm saying, you know. (laughs) It's it's always a war within a war with the Cowboys. We can't have if we had. Chubb and Hunt, it would literally be a fight. Who's better, Chubb or Hunt, right? Just like it with Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. When all I can just look back at it and say, man, if the Cowboys get out of the political mindset and just and just 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 go at it and say, okay, Tony, Tony, you averaging five point five yards per tote. Right now, my guy Ezekiel, he's a little nick right there. We're going to let you start off the game, right? And we're going to slide Ezekiel Elliott in. Or if Tony, dog, you hit the wrong hole, we're going to put Ezekiel Elliott in and let him get the chunk of the carries or the bulk of the carries. But it's always style and fizzazz with my Cowboys. And I love him, man. I love him. But we get it, right? Jerry Jones, man, you know. He want to do it his way, and 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 so far I can't hate it because shoot, y'all probably be mad at me if I had bought this team and I want to do it my way. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, I want me some glory hole. We all want some, Jerry. 
We all do. From the 316, the movie star. What's good? Oh, what's going on? Hey, 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 you, you, you're a smooth brother, man, on that movie, man. (laughs) (laughs) You're a smooth brother. (laughs) What you got? Yeah, I did check it out, man. Hey, 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 turn, turn, turn me down a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. All right, all right. Yeah. That's what's up, man. I'm glad you liked it. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, I'm glad you liked it. Hey, hey, he was he was hooking up everybody, man, and then you know how it goes when, when it's yep, when yep. it's like that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it comes to an end. Everything, yeah, everything, everything ain't good, you know. But you, but you, smooth, you, you a smooth operator, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I, I do I, I I do my little one two here and there. You know what I mean. Indeed, I, I would say some things, but I yeah. got I got close ears. So, <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but y'all check out PP Long, man. You know, on Tubi TV, man. Y'all check it out. Y'all check it out, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, can can we stop doing something, please? Because this is one point I wanted to make. Uh, I, I'm tired of everybody calling Aaron Rodgers this, this bad man. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because when's the last time anybody else in his division challenged Green Bay for the title? Mm. Nobody really. Uh, they have w- w- the thing is with that division. It's, it's weird. They they have sp- sparks of moments like uh, we remember Jay Cutler, but it was Jay Cutler though. And but the defense was always <laughs> phenomenal over there in Bears Land, right? It still wasn't good enough. And then the Detroit, they, they literally <laughs> was, was like the Cowboys, you know, peanut butter, no jelly. The offense is good. The defense is bad. They get uh good defense. Now all of a sudden the offense is bad, you know, peanut butter, yeah, no but jelly, they, you know, <laughs> but, but they went owing whatever. A couple of times that look, the Detroit was so bad, we went and got their coach. You know? <laughs> we went and got, we got Scott Lenahan. Say, hey, man, come on, let's make it better over here, man. You know? <laughs> you can't do no worse. <laughs> you can't do no worse. Like, like Scott Lenahan, if you really contextualize it, they paired him up with Jason Garrett. But when I looked back at Scott Lenahan's resume, I was like, oh, he went to bed in Ramsland. And then he further went to bed in Detroit land, but he's supposed to be the problem. He's supposed to be able to fix the problem in Cowboys land. Just think about the rationale and the thinking of the Cowboys, you know? <laughs> so, so why are we tripping on Mike McCarty? <sighs> These are the coaches that we've had in the past. <laughs> I mean, what we... I mean, we sprayed, we sprayed from the bottom with Linehan. Yeah. I mean, literally, we really got somebody who could have put together a winning season back to back. Right. I, I think for a consolation prize, I think we, I think if 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 the world would have worked out even more, we would have got Fisher. We would have got the Rams. Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> not Jeff. Yeah, we would have got Jeff Fisher, man. We look that. Oh not, my. Uh, <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, Jerry want to win his way, man, and and, and uh, Jerry want a certain style of coaching, and I'm, for for me to try to break it down to the people, 
in the NFC East on the, on the round table we did yesterday. It would have been too long of an episode. Oh, good, good job, by the way. Good job, by the way. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it, bro. Yeah, y'all, 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 that was very entertaining. Good job. Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate hey, no it. problem, man. All y'all, y'all, y'all like, y'all like the ghetto adventures. Yeah, the ghetto. <laughs> now, which one am I, though? Which one am I? Who, who, which Avenger will I be? I mean, you like, you got the best credibility. I mean, I'm not being biased here, but uh-huh. your stuff is more put together than everybody. I'm kind of put you at Tony Stark. I'm, I'm Tony Stark. Okay, I'll be Tony, man. Tony, Tony saved. Tony saved it. There you go. Tony, That's all Tony did say. And, and then he wasn't. He wasn't selfish, man, because he had his daughter. He had his boo thing, and then they came back oh, to yeah. the oh, yeah. Tony should have said, "You know what, man? I'm good. You know, <laughs> I got mine." <laughs> right, right, right. And if you really, right, if you right. really think about it, all of the people without powers, they are the only ones that died. Exactly. <laughs> the only, the only man that built his own stuff. Right. Was the one that had to say today. Yep, he died, and then uh, what's the other chick? I forgot her name. The uh, Black Widow. She died. I was like, oh. yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, that was fair. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man, that's that's really all I have, man. Thank you for watching the movie, man. Uh, I was going to see, make sure you plug it in with with the Avengers, <laughs> so that they can all get a taste. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, the next one you can watch, I got one more, and that's Unsurety. Unsurety. Uh, let me type it in. Where yep. is where is going to be on? That one's on Tubi too. Unsurety, Tubi. Okay. Uh huh. I'm going to look that one up, too, man. I appreciate you, bro. Hey, man, no problem, law. Uh, one thing, last thing I'm going to say, Cowboy Nation. Let them hang, dog. Let, Let them hang. hang, baby. Yes, indeed, man. Y'all understand. No, my bad. Wrong one. We don't want to be doing that. Here we go. Let them hang, man. Appreciate you, bro. All right, bro. Love. One love, man. Oh, my God. I hit the wrong one. I had to set it off to the... Yeah, Black Widow uh, Alpha Red says, says uh, she is fine. Yeah, her, her voice, her voice is is, is uncanny. You know, uh, if you go back and watch it, you know, it, it just her voice is just amazing. Uh, Amari slightly calling out Kelly. This is from Jay Versa. You right? Let them hang, y'all. Let them hang. All right, we got the. All right. The conference has been locked. I'll get all of y'all up under here. 702, what's new? How you doing, Law Nation? This is my first time on your uh, live. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. And uh, I just want to talk Cowboys with you. Uh, they say the biggest jump from in the uh, football players' careers from the first year to the second year. So I want to see how Michael Parsons really expands his game this year with uh, Dan Quinn. And then the from your second year to your third year is generally when you put it all together with Trevon right. Diggs. I'm really liking my defense this year, and I think that this is going to be the backbone to the next couple seasons with the different changes on the offense. What do you think? Uh, brilliant point. Um, we are looking to – this is going to be a big year for uh, Parsons because one can argue, like, who had the better and – I, and I hate doing this, but I'm going to do this anyway – who had a better rookie year, Dak Prescott or Parsons, you know? So both of them, unbelievable rookie years. 
So now we what we don't want is for the second year of uh, Parsons to look like what Dak Prescott had in his second year, right? Teams began to figure things out. Uh, they have, there were some other rumblings and, and stuff that happened and occurred outside of Dak Prescott powers like Ezekiel Elliott uh, on the field, off the field situations. And those are things that would slow you down. So the same could be said with Parsons. We don't want outside stuff to interfere with Parsons. We don't want coaching to go away. We don't want certain players to get hurt or what have you and require Parsons to play differently. We want Parsons to stay the same. And uh, you write that that second year leap is something that we all can't wait to see. And when you start talking about digs, we got to use this as a twofold. Diggs and C.D. Lamb, both drafted in the same year, going into their third year. And normally that third year is the breakout year. But both players literally had a quasi breakout year last year. Well, Diggs really broke out last year, you see. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's Mike McCarthy's pretty much the best coach we've had in since Jimmy, but game management um have a question with and can this offensive line I'm really liking what I see from uh the uh first round draft pick we got. I I think he's taking this really seriously and if we can get that attitude around the whole team and I'm, I think Neville and Osa are gonna step up this year and I really wanna know what Jabril how are they going to use Jabril Cox? Because I thought he was, if he would have played most of the last season, I think he would be in a better position than he is now. But, you know, injuries part of the game. Yeah, uh, I would use Jabril Cox as an off, off-ball linebacker. Uh, I think that Jabril Cox is is a guy that can play hook to flat to, uh, detached from the box. I don't want him deep down inside the box shooting through the A or B gap. I, I really think that if Jabril Cox is healthy, we got us an unbelievable weapon and and speed and everything that you like out of J. J. Ron Curse. Same size, same uh, build or what have you. But now you're looking at it as a bigger, bigger body. I think Jabril is a little bit bigger than J. Ron. Uh, but uh, I, I think that you can get those type of things. But here here's the thing. Playing linebacker is not an easy task. It's one of the hardest positions in the NFL to learn. And I want them to slowly bring Jabril Cox into the mix. Don't rush him, and we get things going from that that aspect of it. Yeah, and I agree with Anthony Barr. I think that might be a good pickup, but we know how we're not spending too much money nowadays since uh, the sun is running everything. And yeah, one more question: uh, this D line, if we can get this D line just to get as much pressure as last year, even without Gregory, I don't know how they lost re-signing Randy Gregory mm-hmm. going to the Broncos. The Broncos are going to be kind of nice this year. This but I don't know how nice. you messed that up. But if we can get just amount of the same uh, pass rush as last year, I think we'll be a lot better the second year in the system. And I think everything's going to fall in line. The offense might sputter a little bit, but I believe they'll pick it up later on in the season. Yeah, uh, we we only had one player last year to have over 60 pressures, and that was Parsons. Defensive line got to get more pressure. Uh, I get it. We will miss Randy Gregory, the the uh, the thoughts of Randy Gregory excelling to be that true 94 on this team. 
but uh, I just look back at it like I, I think that you can get some, not all, but some of those productions out of Dante Fowler, Dorrance Armstrong, and as well as Sam Williams. It may not be the same with what Randy Gregory brought to the table, but uh, collectively speaking, Dante Fowler being a better player than Randy Gregory, if you want to really contextualize his stats since he entered into the league. So we hope that the trajectory can be the same. I hope that Dante Fowler continue to be a better version than Randy Gregory. Yes. And one more question, Law, I'm out of here. This is uh, I'm a caller from Las Vegas. I, I watch you every morning, and I said, let me call. And I just had a couple questions. That wide receiver call, I believe we need a, another veteran. That's what's going to have us kind of shaky uh, early in the season. I believe, but I think the defense is going to take another step up. It, I don't believe it's going to take a step back. If it's the same as last year or a step up, which would really help. And thank you, Law Nation, and let's go Cowboys. No doubt, man. Appreciate you for the 702. Las Vegas! Vegas! In the house, man. I can't wait, man. I'm going to store your number, man. So if I'm ever down there in Vegas, man, you got to help a brother out. HBO a brother, man. Uh, shout out to him. Shout out to him. I love knowing that my family is everywhere, right? I can pick up myself and go to any state, and I should be able to go live and find a place to stay, right? I should never, ever be homeless because I got family in every state, right? 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 As long as I got Wi-Fi, I should have a family member that can meet me up, and, you know, we can check each other out, and then I can stay at the crib for a night at least, right? But... To that degree, I truly believe that Parcells was was a good coach. He just came in a unforeseeable circumstances of five and eleven, five and eleven, five and eleven, and he had to take over that team. And we still lean on some of the Mike uh, uh, Bill Parcells people, like the Tony Romo, the Wares of the Worlds, uh, 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 Chase Whitten, right? That still have some type of vibes in this uh, on this team, uh, even though they're gone. But I, I feel man's uh, uh, fault uh, uh, deals there. Uns yeah. On Tubi. Y'all check that out. You know, let me see if I can find it up here. Mm, bam. I don't know if I can search it. Yeah, right here. Let's see. Bam, bam. On Tubi. No match, man. Maybe I got too much in there. Hold on. Y'all bear with me. On Shirity. Bam. Here we go. Y'all check out my guy movie, man. On uh, Shirity. On Tubi TV. Tubi TV is pretty good. Tubi, hit, hit me up with a sponsor or something, Tubi. You know, I ain't too proud to beg. Um, <clears throat> Lee, Lee, Lee said, come through. I will. I will. And, and I love to eat, too. So so just have a warm meal or something. Parcells did his job, but after the Romo fumble and the acquisition of T.O., he couldn't lo no longer take it, right? And, and that was the whole point of what I guess old boy was trying to make Archo but I don't think that that point could stand if you really put everything in context right like no coach ever been on won a Super Bowl for two different teams or what have you but but that's a story of a different day let me go over here I got someone else waiting on the call let me see who we got over here. Somebody waiting. Give me notification there. 
My God, my brother from another mother. D Ship, you live. Hey, what's up, Law? Nothing to it. Nothing to it. Hey, man. Uh, man, great job on that marathon last night, bro. Appreciate you, man. I- <laughs> Doing some charity work or something, man. Louis T. Hey, he's splitting some of that. Uh, no, man. Up, you, you, you know, double up, double up, man. Uh, I I literally feel like we would still be live now because at the end, you know, people love the dedications and the hard work, and and they just want to give back, man. And and, and they kept donating, donating, donating. And and I do love the format of reading everyone donation. Could think about it. Somebody's literally reaching into their pocket and giving their mm-hmm. hard earned money to a content yeah, creator. Yeah. I mean, and it wasn't like it was like a dollar or something. Yeah, it was like ten dollars, twelve dollars. So I've been all night. So I had to put the shades on. I was like, my eyes turned red. I said, Let me put the shades on, man. Big salute to y'all, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I, man, I like I like the point of how, as you talking to those sellers, man. They come to the consensus overall that the Cowboys got the best quarterback, running back, and wide receiver in the division. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't let my guy I mean, Louis T say Anthony Antonio Gibson is better than than Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> I mean, you're talking about Tony Pollard had like seventy percent of Antonio Gibson's production on half the carries. So, I mean that that's our number two running back. You know, right, so, right, uh, yeah, right. I, uh, yeah, I don't know what your boy's talking about, man. And, and I like but, uh, Sanders. I like Sanders, but but Tony Pollard is more of a game breaker, uh, a playmaker than 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 Sanders, man. You know. Yeah, man. And I think at, at at the end of the day, you gotta just honestly just look at the production, and the production just explains itself just off of two running backs, man. Who gotta who gotta uh, kind of split carries and yeah, and and kind of fight for carries, you know. Uh, it's been laid out for Sanders, Barkley, and uh, Gibson to to pretty much be the workloads over there. They just, for whatever reason, you know, they, they, they do their thing. But, right. I mean, you know, Gibson does, for sure. But uh, for whatever reason, with Sanders not being implemented, I ain't, you know, I ain't trying to hear all that. Nah, nah, I ain't <laughs> trying to hear all that. Now, now yeah. one thing that I will give uh, my guy Bad Dog, like Saquon is nice, you know. But, but that that still goes on to we haven't seen it. You know? We ha- we so, haven't seen it, and that's why I got Bronson. At this point, at this like two years ago, yeah, cool, yeah. You know, off his first injury, but yeah. three four years, like you, like and that's that's the thing. Like you got to give, like you know, how how many running backs does Zeke outlasted? Not even just through our division, but through the league. When you mm. talk about uh, you remember when Christian McCaffrey was a better running back than Zeke. You know, so. <laughs> yep, and that's that's what I use against Brunson. I, I said, hey, man, you know good and well you feared Ezekiel Elliott more than Saquon. And, 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 and what he he, 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 he had, he had yeah. to say, yeah, because you remember Jenkins? Yeah. You mean Zeke dropped that head, dropped that weight on that boy, laid him out, man. Hey, yeah, oh, man. so many things that, that Ezekiel Elliott did yeah, against those Eagles. And then, uh, you know, your boy uh, Mad Dog talking about uh, Pollard was better than Zeke. But at the end of the day, you still got two running backs who could be better than the other other running backs in the division. True that, true that. So um, if you if you gave them the opportunity to be, uh, opportunity to be the number one. So, um, and then, you know, with the quarterback and wide receiver, uh, you know, my fault. No, you good. They're by airport, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, Louis T., you know, he loves his boy McLaurin. 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just overall, you know, I'm just kind of with the, with the whole, ad, uh, I guess people kind of feeling anxious about our wide receiver crew and what happened with the O-line. And I just wholeheartedly feel like you fix what you had with your O-line by getting Tyler Smith. Well, you know, it's one of those wait and see things. But what mm-hmm. we saw from Connor Williams last year was just, it was horrible. Terrible, It was man. bad, bro. 15 penalties, man. That, that led the league. And then they took him out a few games. <laughs> Well, because he was getting pushed around a lot. Right, like, right, I mean, right, I, yeah, right. I'm not going to go over my whole spill. I was talking to Sky, and mm-hmm. you know, everybody don't want to hear me go back to the whole spill. But, man, it was it was bad, Law. Like, it was terrible, uh, man. It was bad. So, I think um, just overall offensively, um, just it was kind of it was kind of refreshing to, to hear those boys talk about that and kind of can, you know, give Cowboys the, their nod. So, and I'm going to let you go, Law. Nice talking to you, bro. Anytime, man. Appreciate you, bro. That's my guy, D. Shift, man. Hey, hey, he bring he bring everything to the table, man. Uh, the, the call panel was elite today. I appreciate everybody that called in. Uh, th- this was a fantastic episode, and I got a couple more seconds. Let's see one more argument before we we, we roll. Let's see what they got over here. Here's the thing that I love about Mike McCarthy. Mike Give McCarthy to took his sabbatical he took his hiatus Mm -hmm. and he came back he said i'm gonna land on america's team now you made the great point of most super bowl winning coaches just stay still yes sir right good point and none of them get fired and some of them just quit Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. but there's always a first and especially in 2022 where i see all across even the nfl first woman team president First black team, first, that first a lot in our society today. You trying to tell me there will never be a coach that leaves one franchise right and goes to another and wins one, especially right when they're right as rich in resources and talent <laughs> as the Dallas Cowboys. Glad you went there. Oh, um, oh. There will always be a first yes. in anything. Yes. Um, track Jay. and field. We've recently seen Fred Curley, an amazing American sprinter. First person to run sub 9.8 in the 100 meters. That's 100 mm. meters in under 9.8 mm. seconds. Mm. While simultaneously running a sub 20 second 200 meter. While also being capable of running a sub 44 second uh, 400, 400 meter. It's amazing. We saw Obama be the first black president. Kamala Harris be the first uh, uh, black woman that's a vice president. All these firsts. Yeah. But what do all the firsts have in common? Hmm? They were incredibly talented and overachievers. Now, do you look at Mike McCarthy Mm -hmm. and say, huh, Mm. you're sure to be a first at something. You're so incredibly gifted that you're going to, you, Mike McCarthy, you, Mike False, man. John Hansen was the first black president, by the way. And on top of that, if you really think about everything that that these guys are trying to spit out, leave Mike McCarthy alone. Being 12 and 5 last year was pretty phenomenal. And I can tell you, the Cowboys learned something. Cowboys learned something, hopefully. Hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully, uh... Kellen Moore picked up the pieces. Yeah, let's get it. Mike McCarthy, you're going to be the one that's going to be the first coach of all the coaches in the history of coaching. (laughs) You're going to be the first coach that's going to win two Super Bowls with two different teams. Mind you, you're going to bring the Dallas Cowboys to Super Bowl, even though they haven't won one in 27 years. Mike McCarthy, Mm. you are just so talented Mm. that of all the coaches that have ever attempted it, it's going to be you, Mike McCarthy. No, 
Mike McCarthy is not Bill Belichick. He's not, sir. Um, and that is the mistake that so many of us are making. Yeah, you are making a mistake right now. <laughs> Labeling this man like this. Yes, I'm cutting you off on purpose because you man. made a mistake. Fred Curley, you wanted to bring him up, shall we? He was not an overachiever. Fred Curley started off in that. You do. No, no, you, 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 now, don't try and jump me because I'm about to jump you unless we're going to fight. <laughs> Here we go. Fred Curley, admit this, was a 400-meter runner. Yes, sir. And everybody said great 400-meter runner. Maybe not world record beater, but great. Mm-hmm. He was right there, tier one and a half. Tier, tier one. Yeah, tier one. College record holder. I'm talking about. Michael Johnson. Was oh. you going to go get Michael Johnson's record? Most people said no. I know why they said no. Of course. Who, somebody just got Michael Johnson's record just yesterday, didn't I know this old, old episode. What's that kid name? That boy was gone on a 200 meter. I said, man, he looked like me, baby. That joker was gone. It was his name. Y'all, y'all please put his name. I think he just broke Michael Johnson's record just yesterday. I mean, that boy was flying. Y- y'all put his name down. I know you guys follow all sports, not just the Cowboys. Let's go with it. Because Fred Curley said no. He said, let me drop down. Let me drop down to 200-4-2. He did 4-2 for a while. And then he said, out of thin air, I'm going to run the 100. And I remember every track purist and pundit said, you can't run the 400 and then expect to compete at the 100. Guess what he's greater at now, Mm y'all? The 100 than the 400. Mm -hmm. But I chose of the world. I chose of the world. Told him you can't do it. Just like you're telling Mike McCarthy, Mm -hmm. you can't do it. You can't win. Maybe I can, nigga. Mr. Noah, appreciate you. That's P- the point. PJ I don't know why you are trying to label a guy who's already done it and trying to remix it and say, now he can't do it. Because Mike McCarthy is average as grits as a coach. Coach, that's why. <laughs> they don't win Mike chips. McCarthy won a chip in 2010 at average, age 47. Where am I at? Since then. No allowed. Since then, yeah. Mike McCarthy had eight more seasons in Green Bay, and he won two games, two of them outside the wild card round. They were against one team, one of them, the Dallas Cowboys. Mm. Mike McCarthy is average, is grits right now as a head coach. He- I'll pick him up, man, and see if he can catch a ball, man. Put him on a nine route. Come on, fly, man. No allowed. No allowed for Noah Brown. That joker was gone, boy. Boy, I said, man, he run like me a little bit, you know. <laughs> but the beard hold me back, so that's why I stopped running, you know. But that dude right there, when he got out, I said, he got out the gate. I said, all right, cool. All right, cool. And then he said, he got into another gear. And said, yeah. The flash. That choker went off on that. Lyles, <laughs> boy. They couldn't catch him. He was miles ahead of everyone. So shout out to him. Uh hey, 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 he did right, man. Y- y'all don't sleep on him. That kid can fly. And you know, that's that's the real man's race right there. Look, the four hundred and the two those are real man's race right there. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. Let's listen. It's good enough to keep your ten wins, twelve wins, eight wins, but he's not gonna take you to the promised land. Okay. You know that as well as I know that. I, don't. I will applaud Mike McCarthy for what he did in yesteryear, but I'm not gonna sit there and lie to him now. Here's what I can't stand about this logic. Mm. Talk about mm. the logic. Talk about in it. In everything. Everything. Literally everything. <laughs> Literally give it There's to There's an us. expiration date. 
I can't hold up this bottle of water because it might be endorsement. I got a bottle of water here down here on my desk. It even has an expiration date. We know that LeBron James's ability has an expiration. Let me stop him right here and say this in departing. Cowboy Nation, you see, you isolated and you subject this only to Mike McCarthy, right? You put it all on only Mike McCarthy. But people fail to realize and understand and to know that this is not only all on Mike McCarthy because you got a ball-headed guy that's a brilliant brain of the operation on the defensive side of the coin. His name is Daniel Quinn. Dan Quinn will be able to still elevate this team. If you like what you've seen last year, you will love what you see this year because everybody will be willing to fly out to the ball. They're not going to be thinking in this defense. Defense wins what? Y'all put it down in the chat. Yeah, y'all put it down in the, in the title there. Or y'all put it down in the chat log. I can't talk today. But you guys get what I'm saying. This defense is all, everything is contingent upon this defense, baby. I get it. People pump up what Joe Burrows did. Let me pull up this uh, this thing right here. Joe Burrows, he's 90, he's 90 on this list or what have you. But what if I told you if that defense don't get three interceptions against the Tennessee Titans, would he still made it as far as he did? No. You got to get some defense to make some turnovers in the playoffs and make some things happen and shake in the playoff. Defense, 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 and the, and the Cowboys. Although the defense against the 49ers wasn't that bad. No, 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 wasn't that bad at all. They started off a little slow, you know. But neither here nor there. Heading into the 2022 season now, the Cowboys' defense should be better, which will make everything else better, which will have Mike McCarthy looking better. And if Mike McCarthy is still empowering and still giving the keys to the young Kellen Moore, we'll find out whether or not those groin pains are over with. I had to I had to raise a question last night. Shout out to you, Simmons. Appreciate you. Raised the question last night to Louis T. And I told him, uh, would you trade all of your coaches now for Sean McVay? And he said, basically, <laughs> in a heartbeat he would, you know. Or would he trade all of his coaches now for Kyle Shanahan? And he basically said yes. But at the time, they was at their baby stages when they was with the Washington team. They was going through their growing pains. And the problem is with the Cowboys, we want to skip through the growing pains, right? And we want it now. And the reason being is because we lost our patience with the team because of all of that long stay of us being average at best with Jason Garrett, oh, and with Dave Campbell, the 5-11, 5-11, 5-11, which we didn't even have literally, if you really contextualize it, the patience for. Bill Parcells, we, we were so greedy. Get T.O. in here. Hurry up. When all we had to do was remain patient, let Parcells, Parcells even said, hey, you know, um, if you're going to, what he said, if you're going to uh, buy the groceries, at least allow me to pick him out or something like that or something along that nature. Y'all y'all have the, the exact quote. I'm going to make sure I save this somewhere, that quote. 
right? At least let me do something. He was begging pretty much Jerry Jones in so many ways, you see. But we got to establish, I know, patience or, or trust the process thing are fighting words, right? Cowboy Nation, I really appreciate you guys for tuning in to this episode. All I'm saying is Quinn and McCarthy, his team would be better. Going into basically the second year with Quinn, the third year with Mike McCarthy. Some of the old ways, the old thoughts are over with, huh? Hey, get down, get down, get down, get down, get down, get I will. I'll fucking take them all. I ain't never asked you to get in. I'm not. It's the mindset. Nuts took me out for four fucking plays. Fuck, I've been out long enough. Hey, get down, get down. He didn't want to leave. Even in his hurt stage, right? Battling through a recovery. Worrying about his lower body extremities. And now his upper body failed him. The shoulder situation. But he wanted to continue to go. And that is the mindset, Cowboy Nation, that I really want all of these guys to have. I want to continue to go. I want to continue to develop. I want to continue to be better than what I was yesterday. And if you think that Dak Prescott is the same person that he was yesterday or last year, I got land on the moon for sale. This dude is elevating his craft. This dude is looking at it and saying that I'm coming. You think that you're gonna put me at 89 for your mind, huh? At six, right? There's a spot that says one that I'm coming for. There's multiple championships that I want to achieve. I let this team down. I'm the reason why you lost, right? But now I'm finna be the reason why we win. As I always say, man, if you fall, try to land on your back because if you can look up, you can get up. That understands those principles. Right? The Cowboys, if you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you, if you can trust yourself, but make allowance for their doubting too. If you can wait and not be tired by waiting or lied about, don't deal in lies or hate it and yet give way to hate it. And yet don't look too good nor talk too wise. If you can think and not make thoughts your aim. If you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same. If you can bear to hear the truth you've spoken twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools or watch the things you gave your whole life for broken and stooped and build back up again with worn out tools. Y'all know and y'all saw that last year, right? If you can take one heap of all your winnings to lose and start again at your beginnings and never breathe one word of your loss you didn't know about the PCL injury of Ezekiel until the season was over with. What else that you guys don't know, right? 
If you can walk with kings and presidents, nor lose the comic touch. If neither foe or loving friends can harm you. If you can fill the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run, my friend and everyone that's listening, you have unlocked the true meaning of what it takes to be a champion. But most importantly, you have unlocked the true meaning of what it takes to be a man. That's been my time, Cowboy Nation. I really thank you all for yours. And remember, you're listening to absolutely nothing but the best. Go Cowboys. We about baby baby. Check out Cowboys Experience. DC for life. Thank those who gave. Thank those who support the nation. Let's continue to grind. To shine. We about.